Welcome to this week's episode of Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. Juice box. Old boy. And as parents, we often have to make decisions for our children. Uh, this, you know, this could be ranging from anything to, you know, what am I going to feed my child to? What am I going to dress them in? And there's some serious decisions and there's some not so serious decisions. So this week we want to talk about a real special kind of parent. Before, you know, we get into it, I just want to throw it to this week. It's Juicebox's topic. So we're going to let him educate us uh, on, a, on a special decision that needs to be made for your children. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so this week we're talking about vaccinations, about how there's been such a pushback, what seems like really recently, but actually has gone on for a longer amount of time. So I just wanted to look into that a little bit because I don't know about you guys, we did vaccinate our kid. I looked into some stuff initially, like before we had him vaccinated, just, you know, because you hear so much cr crazy stuff and there's so much scientific evidence that these vaccines don't cause autism or don't cause other problems at, at this point. Right. Sure. So it was just like kind of a no brainer. And we talked to our doctor and they're, ob they're like, obviously we want you to uh, vaccinate. Both of my children are also vaccinated. I am myself vaccinated and my child is too oh okay i think we both all three of us are va <laughs> been well, vaccinated. i don't know i have questions about you so for our listenership out there if you have not figured this out yet we are into a parenting topic this week and we want to really get into discussion versus you know whether you should or uh choose elect not to vaccinate your children so whether you're you know a normal person or you're a real kind of special person See, I, I want to jump in there. I'm not trying to tell people either way. I'm just kind of giving like, a, I just want to talk a, lot, a little bit about the history of anti-vaccination uh, thought and, you know, how, why it's, yeah, why it's coming back, you know. Why, but I why think you'll find out throughout the episode there, you know, are some stories and some things that we've researched that kind of tell you, you probably should choose one over the other. When the CDC <laughs> yeah, right, is, right, right. is strongly telling you to to vaccinate your kids and yourself because it's a danger to society as a whole yes mm -hmm. okay so you know how we've been coming up with um names for every episode yeah so it started it started with uh old boy who created a title and then has hated everyone uh, everyone that i've created uh, well, no, no, no. You've had some good ones. So anyway, you guys know I'm like a huge Bon Jovi fan. Oh God, I do not. I did not know that. So I'm calling this one "Shot in the Thigh." It's not too late. <laughs> Stop giving vaccines a bad name. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, that's probably the longest introduction title <laughs> it is. to it. It an is. Episode. Yeah. You know. I do. I like the subtitle. It's very good. Hey. Before, before we get into this parenting topic, can we talk a little bit, a little bit more about Bon Jovi? Uh, we can talk about that off mic. Okay. Okay, so anyway, I wanted to jump in just with like a quick history. There was a guy out there named Edward Jenner who invented the smallpox vaccine. And this is back, you know, right around the turn of, right, late teens, 1700s, early 1800s. He did some experimenting to uh, create a vaccine from using, uh, using cowpox infecting the host or whatever so that you know they would get mild fever a very mild case of this smallpox and then they would be immune to it after that 
it was a pretty big breakthrough, but there was a lot of pushback against it just from the get-go. There was people that were against it because of religious reasons. They didn't believe in using um, something from an animal to, to like treat treat a disease. Um, there was other people that were just, you know, more about personal liberty, like you can't make me take this. And that w- actually, the in 1853, there was something called the Vaccination Act passed, which made it mandatory to vaccinate infants up to three months old. And then they, a few years later, they extended it to up to 14 years old. And this caused a huge pushback against vaccines because people didn't want to be told that they had to get this. Because, you know, it, it was against a lot of people's religious beliefs. Like I said, and other people just didn't, you know, personal liberties. They didn't want to do it. They didn't want to do it. So they jumped from you have to get your kid vaccinated up to three months to 14 years. Yeah. That that seems like a pretty big jump. And I want to talk, say that, uh, you know, people were against vaccinations from the beginning, but for religious reasons and, you know, other things that you just mentioned. But one thing I didn't hear mentioned was it's the fact that you're putting a disease in a body when right. you really don't know what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't mention that, but that was another thing. People just didn't trust the science. It was so it was, you know, so new at this point and um they didn't trust the science. They also thought it was like it was just not sanitary. You know, they didn't believe sure. that like you know, it it was just very, you know, it was very sure. new. So no no one really knew what to expect. It's a crazy idea. I mean, to me it would be a crazy idea if I lived back then and somebody was like, "Hey, I'm going to inject this disease in your body so you don't get the disease." I'd be like, "What?" The yeah, hell right. are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. On our gene editing episode, we were talking about vaccines on there and like if there was initial pushback on it. And this, you know, reading into this is like, yes, there was a very big pushback against it. Yeah. So after it became a law, all these just different groups started forming. And what year was this? Back. That was 1857. I'm sorry. At this point. <laughs> yeah. But they were even like fining people for not right. getting their kids vaccinated. So that was, you know, that even led to more people not getting vaccinated because there was such a pushback against it. So I'm just going to jump forward a little bit um, to the 1970s. There was um, a little a, bit. You just jumped forward 120 <laughs> well, I mean, years. <laughs> honestly, when I was researching this thing, I mean, there is so much info mm-hmm. and there there is like, I mean, just case after case after case of people pushing back against vaccines. Right. Sure. So anyway, just in the 70s is kind of when this more uh, modern anti-vax movement came around there was a report in england that said that uh 36 children suffered from neurological conditions after getting the dtp diphtheria tetanus pertussis which i guess pertussis is that Mm -hmm. whooping cough yeah okay so they said there was 36 cases of that of kids you know, having some kind of, they, they just call it neurological conditions, but I'm guessing that that meant autism. It just wasn't diagnosed the same way then. But um, out of the whole country? Yeah. It's a pretty good success rate, I'd well, say. <laughs> it, yeah. If, if that's, if it was the vaccine that caused that, that's still like, yeah, that's still a small number, but it's still not really that acceptable. So anyway, TV, and newspapers, probably tabloids, like seized on this and just like started blowing it out of proportion. So more and more people are getting on board and it's like kind of just starting to believe this this theory that doesn't really have any scientific proof to it. And that was in the 70s. Imagine if it was today's time and it was just like pop-up ads all over your, you know, web. Um, it's still pretty prevalent today that the attitude towards it. Well, Sure. But if you had 36 cases of something like that happening, it would be all over Yahoo. And people would just like 
theorized into it. Is that your news source? <laughs> that is my news source. Okay, I'm just about it. Um, but anyway, so a lot of these movements were started in England or Europe somewhere, it seems like. That's where they're coming from. That's where these doctors are like, you know, publishing these reports. Um, so, you know, there was a couple more. There was like a documentary called, um, or I'm sorry, there was a book called A Shot in the Dark that was like told about the risks of vaccines. That came out in 1991. There was a documentary in 1982, like talking about this, you know, the dangers of the uh, diphtheria the DDP vaccine. These stories are just being picked up and then just like ran, like the media just picks it up and it's like, you know, they want to show something scary. So they're like, oh, guess what? This vaccine will kill you. Anyway. Well, well, sure. I think they would pick up anything and run with it just to have some kind of a, a negative news story. Then it gets in like a celebrity's hands and then it's boom, people are really buying into it. So you're saying that this uh, this infestation of, of anti-vaccination thought uh, originates in England. It seems Europe. it seems to be like that's it for some reason. I don't know why, but that I mean that's kind of what it seemed like. That's where the outbreak's going to happen. Then. I mean, and it's not just England. I think it's just from England, maybe <laughs> England to America. Like that's you know, I, there's tons of other countries that don't oh, believe in vaccine. You know, sure, they have oh, their yeah. own vaccine. I can issues. see I can see the beginning of this post-apocalyptic movie that you're writing in your head right now. That's where the <laughs> that's outbreak right. started. That's where it started, man. Yeah. yeah, it's over there in England. Yeah, wasn't that the theme of Twenty Eight Days Later? Yeah. This is it. It's all coming true. I told you guys. Did you work on that film too? <laughs> I'll fucking stab you. Okay. So anyway, um, so let's jump to 1998. There's a British doctor named Andrew Wakefield who recommends further investigation of a possible relationship between bowel disease, autism, and the measles, mump, and rubella vaccine. A few years later, Wakefield alleged the vaccine is not properly tested before being put in use. The media seizes on these stories, igniting public fear and confusion over the safety of the vaccine. A medical journal, The Lancet, that published his article or his you know findings or whatever, stated in 2004 that it shouldn't have published the paper because all this stuff came out that he had a total conflict of interest because he was being paid by people that were trying to sue the the people ah. with the vaccine. So, hmm. you know, he, he had a total conflict of interest of why he wrote this paper. And this guy ends up being disbarred and like, you know, he's no longer allowed to practice medicine. But his theories are why they think these vaccines cause these issues. So Wakefield is the catalyst for this most recent, more or less. Uh, I mean, one of process. them. Yeah, one of them. I mean, because in 1998, he's saying this. But the crazy thing is, in 2000, Measles was declared dead in the United States because, right, yeah. because there was no new cases that were there reported. were still there, there was reported cases, but it was somebody that had traveled from outside of the country into the United States. So there was no communication of measles from one person to another that had traveled. Yeah, domestically. Okay. Yeah. But now measles is back. Yeah. Right, big way. Yeah, so in 2013 there was a really big breakout. Was it North, Sorry, North yeah, Carolina or Well, it was in several it was in 16 states. So in 2013 there was 159 cases in 16 states. Then the next year there was 668 cases in 27 states. So that'll raise some eyebrows. Um so then it dropped off in 2015 and then 
I don't have the numbers between there, but this year there's already been 500 people with measles so far, and we're only in what May. Yeah. So I had no idea any of this was going on, and now I'm putting two and two together because my mom texted me the other day and she said I had a dream that Levon, who's my youngest, had measles. Will you go in his room and check his back for me? And I was like, Yeah, I'm not doing that, crazy mom. Like, it's because you had a dream. And then I didn't even think measles was a thing. And then you guys texted me and said this was going to be the topic of the episode this week. And I was like, this is all coming full circle. This is weird. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why she (laughs) wanted you to check him out because so many kids are getting it. It's a big thing. Yeah, there's a recent outbreak in California, but it's it's mostly among uh, groups that don't believe in vaccination. And and so when – when there's a group that doesn't vaccinate and that's how, that's how ultimately it spreads. It spreads amongst them first and then it spreads beyond that. Mm -hmm. And the bigger problem with measles is that people, because cases have been down, like you said, back in 2000, it it was more or less declared uh, eradicated. People feel like they don't need to get vaccinated. I'm like, well, shit, measles is dead. I'm I'm not, don't, I'm don't shoot me. So that that further spreads the problem because people are not getting vaccinated, so then it it can spread more generously, I guess. But this is the reason that you get vaccinated, yeah. precisely, okay. precisely. So these anti-vaxxers, is that what they're called? Anti-vaxxers. Yes. Mm-hmm. So these anti-vaccine vaccine groups, right, are not getting their children vaccinated, right. They're coming up with the disease, right, and they're spreading it to all of us. Right. The thing is, the way it is right now, if you've had the measles vaccine, you have... Okay, so let me jump back a little bit. We all got the measles vaccine probably maybe once or twice. Because they mm-hmm. before, I think, 1989... I had it in my notes here. I can't find it exactly right now. But before 1989, you only had to get it once. And then after 1989, they recommended that everybody get it two doses of it. And that makes it like 97% effective yeah Yeah. um and if you only get it once it's like 90 percent effective you know even if you're in that three percent where you still contract it after you've had the vaccine it's will supposedly be a much milder case you know it won't be as extreme it's treatable it's treat it's treatable it won't be as bad as if you didn't have it the problem with these new groups getting it is that even if yeah there's there's a chance you can get it but even if you are vaccinated if it spreads right yeah and that's uh because there can be new strains of it. If everybody's not doing their part, the whole they call it a it's a herd herd mentality, not herd mentality, but it's a herd um, herd immunity herd immunity. So if if this group is not doing their part, it can it can potentially infect a lot more people. Yeah. Sure. I don't know if there has been. I maybe there has been. I'm not sure if there's been evidence so far that like the measles virus is mutating or anything as of yet i think it's just people that haven't been vaccinated that are now getting it but do you guys remember like we were at um wrestlemania last year in new orleans there was somebody with a case of measles there that traveled in from like europe or whatever yeah a lot of people in that room probably were not vaccinated as children oh god well that's a that's (laughs) i mean yeah maybe i i never did follow i wonder i need to look back into that and see if there was like some sort of outbreak from that that's funny though. I, I forgot all about that till you mentioned that. That's yeah. a big scare. Well, I mean, we were pretty high up, so hopefully that person, you know, couldn't get all the way up right. there. I mean, we were well, like three rows from the top. Maybe it was a wrestler. It was well, the, not the, a wrestler. The scary thing is, like, 
the symptoms of the initial symptoms of measles are just like very similar to the flu. You know, when it's first coming on, maybe you just think you have like a mild flu or like a bad cold coming on or something, you know, that it just gets worse and worse. So that's a scary thing, too. You know, it's like you don't even know you could be if you're not vaccinated. You could just be transmitting the shit before you even realize that. So it's kind of like getting bit by a walker in the walking dead. Mm. Like immediately you don't see any change. But over time. So there's a gaping bite hole in my side. (laughs) Yeah. I'm talking about, you know, just I guess the it would entire... just, it would be like that if you didn't know that you got bit by the walker. Can you die from the measles? You can. It's it doesn't happen that mu- that often. It's it mostly happens in people that have a weakened immune system for some other reason. Sure. If they're already sick. I think people can get pneumonia related to measles and so that can, you know, be really bad. I got a question. What are the mumps? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. The, I just, me, the measles and the mumps. I don't. I think they're like you know little things that grow on your body, in like, in clusters like pox. Yeah, kind of like shingles or pox. Mumps. Feel, it's a I, mump. I always it, felt like the mumps in my in my mind. I felt like the mumps made your cheeks puffy. <laughs> Is that I something feel, you were told as a kid? I don't know. I, I no, I feel, I think you're right about that. Like parts of your like you have parts that swell up and stuff. Really. Yeah, we'll Google this. I should, yeah, I should have looked more into that. No, no, I was no, just, just concentrating more on measles since that's like the main thing. That's, that's right, right. But right, the right. mumps always go along with the measles, kind of like Sonic and Tails. I think. I, do you think the mumps? Simon and Garfunkel. The measles, measles and the mumps. The measles and the mumps. It's like a. <laughs> that's like a band. I was like a say, ter- what, yeah. terrible uh, uh, punk, punk band. band. That's yeah. exactly what I was like. The mumps. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe we should start one. <laughs> I'm itching to get a mohawk. So anyway, there's tons of scientific evidence out there now that says that these vaccines don't cause autism. Like they never did. Whatever is causing autism, it's not It's not these vaccines. And I was talking to my mom about this earlier today. And she, my mom was a special ed education teacher for like her whole career. And she said she thinks one of the things is like when kids are diagnosed with autism, it's generally like around 14 months and like you get like a, maybe the third round of vaccines, like around that. It's like the the time kind of corresponds that maybe people are getting confused from that. Sure. So jump into conclusions. And and another thing that people really, there's a few other like arguments about it. People like think that kids get too many vaccines at once. Cause I know when we took our kid to the doctor to get his first round, first or second, second round of vaccines. You know, it's like they give them four shots or something like that. And it's, I mean, it does seem like it's really intense, but they also talk about like, there's been studies that, you know, people would say shooting this many like diseases, even if, even if it's a mild version of it into a baby is going to overwhelm their immune system. But they talk about how like a bad inner ear infection could actually be worse for your kid than like these vaccines are. Sure. We split uh, the vaccinations up with uh the two-year-old because i almost lost it on the doctor when she did bring in the four needles and she got through two of them and he was just going hysterical and i was like look this ain't happening today like we'll Mm -hmm. come back but you're not doing two more of these uh i think my wife said this morning that i'm i guess overprotective of my youngest son maybe yeah maybe a little sheltering yeah is it sheltering or is it I feel like this doctor is torturing my child. 
Uh, it's an in the moment thing. Yeah, I mean, did you did you go back for the second round? What I want to talk about. Am yeah, I at risk? No. Yes, we went back for the second round. <laughs> no, you are at risk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the reasons why people don't get their children vaccinated. I mean, there are a million reasons why people do it. You know, you've been told that over time. It's a proven science. Uh, you know, we. And it millions may- of people are raised and they don't have these diseases because we got vaccinated, right? So sure. let's talk about the reasons why people don't get their kids vaccinated so our listenership out there will have a good idea of the other side. Because I think these people in some form or fashion are crazy people. It's misguided, seriously. Yeah. I know religion's one of them, for Re- sure. I think religion is one of the biggest ones. Because- so it's no longer like we don't believe in this science uh, type thing. You're injecting diseases in our body. This isn't the beginning of it. This isn't, you know, when it was kind of a, a question. Now it's not I'm, a question because it's proven for over 150 years. Right. I'm interested in the religious aspect of it. I, I don't I don't quite get it. I don't, I don't know what the argument is. I, I'm not really sure what it is either. It's just something about like, I mean, for a lot of people, it's a, some, a, something about putting that substance in your body, I think. Like some sort of, and that's from the religion. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. yeah, it's it's you know it's just against whatever their personal beliefs are of how you treat your body or something like that. Like I, gotcha. I wish I would have pulled a little bit more info on that. I don't. I did not pull any specifics, but that is it's like good to speculate from time to time because <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out. We're great at that. Yeah, like now my thought process turns to well, if I'm like cementing religion in stone, right? I'm creating this religion. What makes the cut and what doesn't make the cut? You know, there's some bigger things out there. Obviously, thou shall not kill or, you know, steal or sure. or sleep with your neighbor's wife or whatever. But then at what just point... Just your neighbor? J- just the, your neighbor's wife. That's it. Cindy? They, <laughs> so at what point does not vaccinating your children make the cut into your religion? Like that's... And then what, uh, what else is there? Uh, I don't... I that's don't why know. I stay away from religion. It's very confusing. Right. But I mean, also, I think you have to use your own brain. I mean, you have to think for yourself for certain things. Well, sure. You have to be responsible for yourself. I mean, I get religion. Is there, is there, I was going to say religion, cool. But is there one thing that's like just your belief and views? Like, I, I can see for some reason when I picture somebody that's not vaccinating their children. I picture somebody with dreadlocks that doesn't well, wear shoes. There's, a, there's a lot of that too. There, yeah, there's a lot of that too. Bucky in college. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. No, no. There's a lot of people like that are just like you know they don't want any. That yeah, they don't believe they don't want the government dictating that they have to take this. You know, see, I, they don't know they don't know what's in it. They don't know where it's come from, you know, where it came from, I guess. It's just one of those things where it's like people like they know so little that they don't know how much they don't know or so, you know, it's like, it's like like, a lot of Americans. Yeah. It's like one of those traps. It's like your, your, your own stupidity makes you think that you're smarter because you don't know enough to realize that you don't know shit. It's like flat earthers. Now hold up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm clearly pro vaccination, but the only thing I can identify with the anti-vaccination is, is people being, not being told what to do when it's, when it's compulsory, when it's mandatory vaccination, when people are like, well, you have to get vaccinated. I'm, I'm immediately, if somebody tells me what to do, I'm immediately pushed back. Well, that's your personality. That's my personality. Well, so, no, that is a big part of it too. And I, I mean, 
I get that. I get that. But they're not telling you it. anymore. It's not like uh, this is like some kind of Hitler regime where they're like, you're well, going to come to this factory and we're going to inject this and you're going to send them off down the line. I mean, they have made uh, vaccinations mandatory in New York City because there's such a huge outbreak in um, mm. uh, it's it's somewhere in Brooklyn. I don't know. And, it, and it's like people that are like. It's, it's like the people that are very fundamental Jewish, like oh, gotcha. you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Is Orthodox. That, yeah, or uh, yeah. They wear so, the hats and the curlies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're very against it, and there's like a huge outbreak, like in their community. So gotcha. now that now that that's going on, New York City is like, okay, people have to be vaccinated, or you're gonna have to pay this fine. So too it's many gonna, people. Yeah. It's gonna come back around. Like even more people are gonna get mad about these mandatory. Sure. vaccinations and it's going to cause more people to jump off board with getting vaccinations what i think about is the children and the fact that they didn't have a choice what if they grew up and they're like what i wanted to be vaccinated that's a thought here's another thought would you if you if you knew that somebody with well, one of your friends or mm-hmm. if you knew that somebody that you were about to go hang out with uh was not vaccinated would that change your mind on hanging out with them and then, you know, to double on that, would you allow your children to hang out with other children that aren't vaccinated? Is there something in the back of your head that's just like, yes, yeah. this is, it's not, you know, it's not like AIDS. Like, you know, back in the day when people were getting AIDS and you didn't want to touch them, even though it was proven that that is not going to how you contract AIDS. Like anti-vaccinations. Let's, Let's just say it's the flu. All right. So would <laughs> Sorry, I, I went too big yeah, with I was, it. Yeah, I don't know where you're going. But let's say, let's say, all right. My kid's going to hang out with kids that are not vaccinated and there's a, been a flu outbreak. Sorry, kid, you're staying home tonight. Yeah, I feel like that's part of your responsibility Sorry. as a parent to try to avoid having your kid get sick. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they clo- like, we, you know, we obviously all three of us go through daycare. I mean, they'll close daycare down if there's, you know, an outbreak, no matter if every kid in the school has been vaccinated or not. They're just being safe. Well, um, well one, you know, we we have to provide records for school and daycare, which I love. I'm like, all right, yes. So that means everybody else, they're not letting kids in that don't have their vaccination. So yeah. they're, we're keeping our herd vaccinated and prepared. So we're not we're not mixing with other groups that don't. So, I mean, you know, part of me is kind of like, yeah. If are there like anti-vaccination daycares? Probably is probably a religious like a network you can get on. I mean, I think that's how like measles have spread throughout the East communities, like in New York and like um, there's a you said California. I feel like there was one in like Washington State or Oregon or something like North Carolina too. too. Yeah, but if you're one of these groups, at what point do you say, okay, so there's a lot of kids in this community getting measles. Maybe we should rethink how we're approaching things I'm, I'm sure because they probably have to take their kid to the doctor and the doctor's probably like you did what but you didn't if, vaccinate your kid but if you're an anti-vaxxer how are how what are your thoughts on doctors like are, is you it don't holistic stuff? no you you have an exorcism so <laughs> so okay i want to touch on that real quick because there was the story that came out uh, maybe it was like last year about the family whose kid he had like a head injury somehow had like a like split his head open somehow and they stitched it up themselves like at their house or whatever and when they stitched it up he got tetanus because they didn't use a clean needle yeah. and because he had never been vaccinated for it like they who didn't vaccinate didn't, who didn't use a clean the needle family. the parents oh yeah, yeah yeah they were stitching it up i wonder if they had any uh experience in doing that 
I mean, not enough to clean the needle properly, I guess. But <laughs> That's the first thing. So anyway, this kid gets tetanus, and then he has to be admitted to the hospital, and he's in there for, man, I can't remember how, it was a couple months maybe? Like, it was like really serious. This, yeah. And, you know, the hospital bills ended up totaling like $800,000 or something, something insane that would have, could have been avoided if they would have vaccinated their kid. So anyway, he miraculously gets over this, gets out of the hospital, and then they're still like, no, we're not vaccinating our kid. And it's like, are you freaking like... The movement towards it, it, it I think one is miseducation, uh, mistrust, mi- misguided trust. You know, there's such an echo chamber. now. You know, it's like with everything. It's like with politics or anything. People are only listening to the same people that have the same opinion as them. So sure. it's just like they're just constantly bouncing this bullshit back and forth off of each other. And just totally believing it more and more and more. And I think that's the problem. Like people aren't trying to educate themselves or do any type of research outside of just, you know, their niche news source, whatever that may be. Hmm. I think at some point we should do a conspiracies podcast uh, episode and kind of include this into it. Because I think I'd want to go deeper into the conspiracy. The conspiracy of what? I don't know. I just assume that all of this is is a brainchild of, of someone at some point. And then, like I said, it snowballs and people throw in these new ideas and these new things huh. that aren't proven well, or they're just yeah. crazy I, wild hair ideas. I don't know if there's a conspiracy behind it, probably, but there. I don't know what the end game would be either. I mean, I don't. So to, to get enough enough people to not get vaccines and then release some sort of uh, super bug, yeah, like super yeah. measles or something. Ooh, this I whole deal. this whole episode we've been talking, all I've been thinking about is crazy movies that this could be. Dang! All right, so the unvaccinated that that population grows, and then the super bugs released wipes them out. I'm in. I'm, I'm with the scenario. And then you sit on the, the final throne. Okay. Riding that train. <laughs> okay. okay. Per- pers- right. Personally, I love going to the doctor and getting shots because I have very large veins. Do you? They can always find them. It's right there. You see it? Man, big. I've, mine are, I've always had trouble. I've got little arms and they have trouble. I have to get poked a few times. I think it's one of the the few places where I get complimented. Do they <laughs> I think I think they use I think they use your veins for drawing blood, not necessarily giving you a shot. Well, that's another and that's another point of this podcast is like do you guys still get flu shots cuz I don't and I think I've stopped since it was my decision. Like after I'd say nineteen or twenty, I don't think I've gotten a flu shot since then. That's you are the problem, dude. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm part of it. Wait a minute, am I an anti-vaxxer because yes. I don't get a flu shot? I see. I don't. I don't typically get a flu shot either. But I know I need to start doing it now that we have a kid. Like, right. uh, I guess that's true. I didn't think about that. I because mean, I get, you can I get carry a, the flu virus, but not actually have the any symptoms. Right. So you could transfer it onto your kid and not, you know. Well, I also that, don't ever get sick, really. Like, well, why don't you take? Why don't you get the flu shot? I think it's a hassle. It's too much time. I thought you liked needles. No, yeah, I do, <laughs> but I don't like the flu. The flu shot actually, it kind of hurts. Um, and your arm. 
I, I, the place where I would, used to work, they'd come by and give it to you for free. Shoot, they make they make it so easy. You can go to Walgreens, just get popped. Sure. Dude. Well, here's yeah. a question for you guys, like because I get the flu shot. Maybe like if it if it's popular that year, <laughs> if if they have <laughs> if they have something they're giving away that I really want, I'll go get a flu shot, and then I won't get one for like three years, and then next time it'll be like maybe five years later. Yeah, yeah. they're giving away immunity to the flu for that year. <laughs> Oh no! I, w- I was thinking like some cupcakes, or you know, they're showing oh, a cool movie you or need something. Incentive, yeah, to get a flu shot. Okay, all right. Well, I do. I want like a mini Titans helmet. Like that's what they're giving away for flu shots this year. Oh gosh! Wait a minute. Am I getting flu shots confused with donating blood? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I think that's it. I think you I think, are. I think. I hope it's one of those off years for you when they release the superbug. Oh. <laughs> so you want me to be, you know, one of the first ones wiped out? Yeah. I then mean, this podcast wouldn't exist, and I wouldn't get to see your smiling face. I have a theory. So, and and I just developed it. <laughs> Great. So the CDC, the um, Center for Disease and Control, has has a very strong emphasis and warning about not vaccination, you know, vaccinating your kids or getting vaccinated. And it's um, it couldn't be more blunt. I suggest people check it out at their at their website, sure. uh, CDC.gov. Something else the CDC has on their website or used to at least was what to do in case of a zombie outbreak. Do you I, think I don't believe that? So I think for the unvaccinated, all right, they know that this is going to grow and people are not going to get vaccinated. And so that population will grow. The vaccinated will dwindle. They'll release the superbug, aka zombies. And then it's uh, the apocalypse. Ooh, plot twist. (laughs) They've been putting something in the vaccines for years. So when they release the superbug, everybody that's been vaccinated becomes the zombie. Everybody that hasn't is the survivor. Oh, man. And that's what the anti-vaxxers want you to think, Doug. That's what they want you to think, man. So that is their theory. That's what they want you to think. We're all going to die. So anyway, I don't know. Like I said, if if you don't vaccinate your kid, that's, I guess you have that right, you know. Uh, it just doesn't make with the evidence out there that it's not causing harm. It just doesn't make sense. Right. Vaccinate your children. Don't well, be dumb. Talk to your pediatrician again. I think pediatricians, your doctors, who this is their job, they will one hundred percent tell you, "Yeah, dude, get your kid vaccinated." I have, I have the vaccine in the other room. Let's do it right now. Don't don't push it over yeah. that quick. I'm still making this decision. And that sounds like a used car salesman. Hey, I've got the keys inside right now. Well, you can just drive off the lot. It's going to take thing. to get you in this backseat. Do you think? Do you think vaccination is big business? I mean, you think they're charging? I think a lot it for is. It? I, I, well, I no, think no, they're practically giving it away, dude. They you don't is, have to charge that. You have to charge something for it, but you multiply that by a billion people, and you're making some money there. Well, sure, I guess, but I mean, I don't think it's like people riding these doctors are like buying yachts off these vaccinations right suckers yeah. god yeah vaccinated 15 more kids today man gonna get me a rolls royce <laughs> i don't think it's a it's a case by case i don't think it's a every time you get one you get like 50 cents pop. for a vaccine buck vaccination dude pop just printing money no i think i think you talk to these doctors man talk to your pediatrician talk to your doctor and i think they're gonna guide you in the right way um yeah and i I mean, because there are some cases 
where they will might recommend that you don't get vaccines now or you, you know, because if your kid has a weakened immune system, or if there's something else up with them, they're not going to recommend you get a vaccine if it's going to harm your kid. Sure. Yeah. They're, they're I, I, would, I would assume most doctors, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's some crappy doctors out there, but. And we're sure. just an extension of them telling you to get your children vaccinated. An extension of an expert mm-hmm. of an expert. Cause we've been vaccinated. We've vaccinated our children. And by my theory, of previous podcasts that makes you an expert okay all right well, yeah, nothing's li- happened to us i listened to a song the other day i'm a musician that, that's not how it works when's your first okay. album coming out yeah <laughs> it's already yeah. out it's uh what's it called bad champagne mm. like by it. who is it old boy you're just gonna go by old boy i guess for this one Old, yeah. first album, old boy. Actually, or it's a it's a it's a heavy metal album and uh the group's name is mother dick <laughs> Oh, sweet! That's so, not bad. So yeah. look out for that. Yeah, that's coming at you soon. Be on what Spotify or something or yeah, Pandora. We got our own Pandora station too. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoyed another episode of Raising Nashville. Uh, again, uh, what we want to do is to have you guys send us topics to discuss. We have a list of them. We look at them all the time, but we always entertain new ideas. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it'd be really exciting to get some ideas from our listenership on what we should discuss and cover. It'd be nice and fresh. We'll give shout outs. Yeah. <laughs> you I you could I, possibly get a shout out. Yeah, that's a big deal. Um, well, you know, follow us on your social medias, the internet. It's Raising Nashville Podcast. You can find it on the internet. Yeah. Is that it? I guess so. That's it. Do you have more stuff? Okay. I'm going to go get a shot, you guys. What are y'all going to do? I am not going to do that. <sighs> I wish there was a vaccine against work. <laughs> uh, we hope you guys enjoy listening. If you don't have children. Have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah. We want you to know what we go through. Yeah. The fear. As a father with a brand new baby, want to do what's right. Nothing crazy. Try to get him sleeping on his back in the crib Get a car seat and strap him in Now some people on over and the internet Can have opinions that cause me to fret They say vaccines are dangerous, sounds outrageous But I want it just the same Should I listen to my doctor or heed the invective Of a plague ball bunny and a pet detective Toxins are bad, except in the case When you like to stick a deadly one in your face this fella Jonas saw cured polio and how the mothers talked. Hallelujah, no more iron lungs. It's safe to go back to the summer sun. Now, 50 years later, new talk dish. There was a nasty little rumor about the vaccine's effects. So few kids got it. Don't you know? More needless suffering from polio.